This is good too. I, I had a DM one time and someone said, please tell your team they're doing an amazing job with the show. <laughs> so I laughed as I just did right now because it's still funny to me because I am the whole team. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Who Can Relate, and a very happy new year to you guys, as this is the first episode of 2021, and it's kind of why I wanted to switch it up a little bit. So we are in my humble abode. This is the same house that you see uh, our home series that I do with Shay, or just uh, have a different view. So hope you enjoy the aesthetic in the background. Okay, um, today we're going to be talking about... 2021, what's to come, kind of setting some positive intentions for the new year, Um, overall really stressing, controlling what's in our control, which if anything, 2020 definitely taught us that. We're going to be going over 2020, who can relate, and the beautiful, amazing guests that I had on and some of their incredible stories, um, how everything kind of came about. I'll give you a little bit of the behind the scenes knowledge um, that I don't usually share on here. I try to make everything picture perfect, but I promise you it is far from that. And then we're going to be talking about what's to come for 2021 for who can relate. I'm going to let you guys in on a little bit of a secret of what I have up my sleeve and what I'm planning. So I want to start off with uh, what's to come for 2021. Obviously, I'm going to have more guests on. And every single time I think about booking a guest, I really try to figure out what message they can bring to people and how they can help anybody watching and or listening. So I'm really excited for um, all the guests that are going to be coming on again, more or less the same stuff for 2020 with more incredible stories. One of the things that I really want to focus on is, well, a couple of things actually. So the first thing is Shay and I will be having couples on. So we're going to be talking about relationship stuff, pros and cons, ups and downs, do's and don'ts and everything. So obviously the home series that we have on the couch has been such a success, but we really want to bring some of our close friends on and get their story and their love stories. And hopefully you guys can relate to that. So I'm really excited for that series coming up. The other thing that I really want to do in 2021 on the show is to have more men come on to be more vulnerable, to give you more the male insight mindset and perspective, especially when it comes to relationships. I am very aware that 85% of my audience is female. So I would think that you guys want to hear more of that. So I got you covered. Don't worry. Some more stuff coming up is going to be Shay and I answering questions that we get via DM, YouTube, it's just all the platforms. We get such amazing feedback and comments and again, questions. So we really want to take our time and answer them. So I'm going to come up with like a little bit of a a mini series where they're anywhere from five to 15 minute videos of us answering your questions, kind of like a one-on-one with Shay and I. So I think that'd be really cool. Then I would definitely want to get into just more, more of this stuff, you know, more, more one-on-one with you guys. I, I think I'm going to um, share something along the lines of what I've learned this week, you know, something of um, use that I have found or something that's really helped me in my life and I definitely want to share it with you guys is if you can't tell already and especially with this video um, the show is all about transparency it's all about being vulnerable being raw being open with you guys Um, yes I have a script for every episode but it's actually only an outline and I let whatever naturally organically wants to flow I let it flow 
And that's what I really want to make sure I drive home in 2021, where I want you, the listener and or the viewer, to think it's just me talking to you or me and my guests talking to you. It's just us, right? We're going we're gonna to build this and form this amazing community that's going to make you definitely know if you didn't already in 2020, but definitely in 2021, that you're not alone. So uh, it's going to be just you and I, kind of a one-on-one series, which I'll probably put out. Nah, I don't want to make any promises, but definitely have more of that in 2021. My question to you guys and kind of your homework assignment is what do you want to hear more of and what do you want to see more of on Who Can Relate for 2021? Because again, it's a blank canvas. As much as I have ideas, I know you guys have ideas and I'm willing to um, be open to those. Okay, so now let's get into Who Can Relate 2020 version and the year that was for the show, the first year of the show. So my first episode was in June and I went heavy in July. I went heavy in August and then I released in September. So what's interesting is a lot of the episodes that you guys have seen kind of sprinkled in, definitely in the beginning, but then sprinkled in throughout have been old episodes. And one thing I really want to say here is I want to thank you guys for all the feedback of Justin. I love what you're doing. I love the growth. I love seeing the growth and how more, how much more comfortable you are in front of the camera and with your guests. I really appreciate it. And I thank you. And I guess like my disclaimer is, is most of those episodes that you guys have seen so far is when I first started. So um, it's kind of funny to put out a new episode that I just recently filmed followed by an old episode. And just for me to even see my growth and my, um, my progress, I guess. So um, again, I appreciate that from you guys. Again, one of the main things I tried to really focus on in picking a guest is how can my audience relate to you and how can you relate to my audience? Um, I'm very careful with everyone that I choose. It is a very strategic pre-call that I have with every single guest where we talk a couple days before the episode for at least an hour. Some people are closer to two hours. And, uh, and I structure the outline accordingly. I really try to drive home the issue at hand that whatever they're going through or, or that guest and I are both going through. And then I try to be the guide, if you will, so to speak, with the flow of the episode. I try to say, okay, so here's the issue. And how did you get from A to B? And how does someone get from A to B, right? And then I really try to make sure I end with providing solutions and positive feedback to leave you guys with, to get you motivated to go out there and make the necessary changes as to probably why you even came on the show in the first place, right? Why you even started watching or listening. So I got that from a book called Story Brand, or Building a Story Brand, rather, by Donald Miller. And he, it's really cool. He talks about how movies are made, right? And he says that there's a character who has a problem and then meets a guide who provides a solution and then happily ever after, right? So I was like, how can I apply that as a podcast host? Okay, well, let me bring on a guest who's a character and you guys also find yourself within that character, right? If you can relate to their story. And then we address some issues. And then I try to do my very best to relate from my own personal experiences with possible solutions and then how do we guide along the way. So if you guys are ever wondering how I structure each episode and how I do my outlines, there you go. That's the hack. Again, Building the Story Brand by Donald Miller really helped me out. Also, the book called Make Noise. Um, I'll write the author down here. I forgot his name off the top of my head. Um, but he really helped me too with how there's multiple different ways to have a podcast, whether it's an interview style, a conversation style, or in this case, it's just literally a rant where it's just me, you, and the camera. <laughs> so, oh, the other fun thing, and while I edit, I'll make sure I put it in right here, the time lapse of me setting up and breaking down. I often get asked, 
how do you film your episodes? What cameras do you use? What microphones do you use, etc.? And believe it or not, I use three iPhones. <laughs> I use two iPhone 11 pluses, and then I use, which is the center camera, I use a eight plus. So my, two, my camera, the guest's camera, the 11 pluses. And again, the center is an eight plus. And listen, the, we all know the iPhone camera quality right now is insane. It's ridiculous and it works, right? I also know that this is only going to be able to be viewed via YouTube and YouTube can only pump out a certain amount of resolution. Um, and the 1080 version of our iPhones are just as good, almost as if not the same as a 4k version. So, and with just a podcast, I'm like, I don't need these crazy, you know, Canon 5d Mark fives or, you know, Mark fours, these $5,000 cameras with $1,500 lenses. I'll get there one day, but for now, I didn't want any excuse. I just wanted to start, and I had two iPhones. I upgraded Shay with another one, and I threw it all in there. Th this is good, too. I, I had a DM one time, and someone said, please tell your team they're doing an amazing job with the show. <laughs> so I laughed, as I just did right now, because it's still funny to me, because I am the whole team. I mean, Shay will definitely come and help set up a little bit and help break down, but... I'm a one-man band. I film everything, I edit everything, I outline, I structure, um, I prepare, I set up, I film, I star, <laughs> I, yeah, I do it all. And and it's really cool to kind of truly know and be comfortable with every single job within this show because when I do have a team, and I'm blessed enough to have one, I'll be able to know what everyone's job is and how to do it just in case something happens. I need to step in or I need to show them, hey, I want it to look like this. or I want it to sound like this. Here's how you do it. And I encourage you guys, if you're thinking about starting a show of any kind, YouTube or podcast, to really try to do every single job by, by yourself. And it's also, it's a, a very satisfying feeling of, hey, I can do this. You know, like I don't need someone else to do this for me. I don't need to pay someone to do this like I can do this myself and it's definitely more of a reward when you see everything transpire as beautifully as this show has so it's uh, very satisfying and again you feel like you accomplished a lot every single episode so thought you guys might enjoy that okay moving along another question I have for you guys how do you listen or consume the show do you watch on YouTube do you listen on Apple's podcast you listen on Spotify podcasts Stitcher, Google Play. I know there's a million different ways you can listen to these shows. Um, but how do you guys consume who can relate? So if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please, 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 if you haven't already subscribed, leave a five-star rating if you feel like I'm worthy of that. And then leave a review. I love reading the reviews on what you guys thought from that specific episode. What do you guys think so far of the show? And what do you want to hear more of? That's one of the ways that we can communicate. And if you watch on YouTube, please like the video that you're watching. Please subscribe and then turn on your notifications because that'll tell you every single Tuesday, whatever time I release them, it'll notify you when the video drops. So, and that's also a way you guys can comment on the YouTube page to let me know what your thoughts are on that specific episode. So yeah, so I always like to know just how are people like consuming this content? Like it's so cool to have multiple platforms and to see what everyone's choice is. I personally am a visual person. So whenever I'm listening to podcasts, I try to find the YouTube video with the episode. And if I can, I'll watch it at home. And obviously, if in my car, I'll throw it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and make sure I get it in. But um, I'm definitely a visual, a visual learner. And I love to just put a face to a name and really sit there and, and get into the story. Okay, so I guess that kind of sums up who can relate 2020. I think the last 
favor I have to ask for you guys is what has been your favorite episode so far and why? So if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to write a comment. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, feel free to write a review. If you're listening on Spotify, there's not much we can do besides if you want to hop over to YouTube or if you want to hop on my Instagram and you can write a comment because Spotify doesn't allow you to to leave a review or leave a rating. So I'll definitely try to deliver that in 2021. Okay, so that's the perfect segue into what I kind of want to leave you guys with for the new year to come. Personally, I sit down with Shay and we write down all that we want to manifest in every single intention, mantra, and affirmation that we want for the new year, every single New Year's Eve. So that's what we'll be doing tonight because I'm actually filming this on New Year's Eve. I want to bring that to you guys as well. I want to know what are your intentions for 2021? What did you learn from 2020? And then you're going to apply it for this year coming up. Um, What are some of the things you want to manifest? What are some of the mantras that when the going gets tough or life throws you its version of adversity that is meant for you at that particular time? What is the mantra that you're repeating, the affirmation that you're repeating in your head to help you get through that problem? That's so important to me. Every morning I sit down and I write out my daily journal of mantras, affirmations, intentions, and then what I want to manifest for that day or for the week. And it really keeps me centered, grounded, and just focused on my ultimate goals that I want to achieve. Some of them, again, are daily, some are weekly, and some are for the year. So it's always cool in in the new year. You know, we all get that feeling of a fresh start, a clean slate. And I encourage you guys to sit down and try to make your own list as to what you want to accomplish this year coming up. Now, I'm obviously aware of COVID and I'm obviously aware of what our limitations are for 2021, at least for the first half of it is kind of what it's looking like. Luckily, my number one mantra and model for life is control what's in your control. And if 2020 taught us anything, again, as I said earlier in this video, (laughs) controlling what's in your control should be the motto for sure for this year coming up. We have no idea what's going to be in front of us, what's going to be handed to us, more importantly, what's going to be taken away from us. So sitting there and just trying to be realistic with what is in your control figure out what you can work on personally within self, whether it's by yourself, if you're single, if you're in a relationship, if you're in a marriage, try to figure out the best way you can be the best version of yourself for your partner and then for that relationship and or marriage. And just really sit there and try to figure out like, what's going on? Like, what do we do in here? This is again, the self inventory check that I said on the episode, I think with Shay on how I sit there and just kind of do a check in with myself, like what's working, what's not working. What can I switch up? How can I switch this up, right? How can I learn more? How can I get better? How can I grow? And that's something that I really want to encourage you guys for this year coming up is to just sit there and really try to figure out the best way possible to be the best version of yourself for this new year in 2021. So a lot of that starts with your mindset, right? Be careful what you're feeding yourself with your thoughts. Also be careful who you surround yourself with. That's something that I had to learn the hard way over the last couple of years <laughs> as who you think are your friends sometimes show you their true colors and you realize that they're not. Um, there's a saying that says some friends are seasonal, some are for a lifetime. And as you get older, as I've gotten older, it's definitely been at the forefront of my mind of who am I surrounding myself with? You know, there's another stat that says you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And so I'm very particular in who I give my light and my energy to and who I surround myself with. And it's really helped me out 
Um, having mentors that you can grow from, you can learn from, and you can just kind of see as role models is a hack. It's a major cheat sheet to your life. So I really encourage you guys to, again, kind of do that inventory check with your circle, right? Like if you've kind of been on the thin ice or the outs with some friends, just try to have a conversation and see if it's worth continuing the friendship and continuing spending that much energy and time in, or if it no longer serves you, you got to let it go, right? You got to protect your light. You got to protect your energy. Okay. So the other thing I really want to get across here is refocusing yourself this year, right? Especially in this beginning of the year, refocus, reimagine, recharge, and then reinvent. Okay. We want to stay on track. The one thing that I'm like super happy that I did in 2020, despite all that was thrown my way was I stayed the course. I stayed on track. I took those goals that I set out in the beginning of the year. I took those daily and those weekly goals that I set out for that particular time. And I stayed on track, call it like a to-do list, right? Whatever I wanted to accomplish in 2020, aside from the things that weren't in my control, I pretty much did. And then some, this show was something that I was, it was huge on the list of 2020 and I wanted to start in May and the pandemic happened. So I had to push it all the way to September 29th, but I still pushed it through. I still got it out there to the people And it felt so good to just really say, you know what, no matter what, I'm going to stay on track because that's what's in my control. I will get this done. That sense of reward and accomplishment is priceless. So if you guys were on the fence with some stuff in 2020 and you've really had this pull that you feel that, that you need to do something else or you need to fulfill your life purpose or really truly change things up, if not now, when? 2021 may be your year. Don't worry about what's to come with COVID. Just focus on what you can control. And maybe this is meant for you to hear this, right? The whole reason why I wanted to start this show was to show people like, look, whether it's three iPhone cameras, whether it's some $50 microphones, no matter what the situation is, like you can get this done. You can truly live out your life purpose. And as I feel, this is my life purpose is, is to help people. So whatever you feel like your calling is and whatever is bigger than you and you know, you feel that in your gut and in your heart, why not this year? What 2020 has taught us, it taught us for a reason. Everyone got their own individual lesson or lessons throughout this year, right? So let's figure out how to apply all those lessons that we learned in 2020 in 2021. How can we make 2021 that much better? How can we make 2021 the year of us, right? And I know every single, again, this is New Year's Eve for me right now as I film this. I know every single New Year's Eve, we get hyped on like the next year I'm going to do this. The next year is my year, right? We always get that vibe and get that type of energy. And a lot of people, you guys might be watching right now like, bro, like 2021 is probably going to be a repeat of 2020. Well, for me personally, if that's the case, I'm not mad at it because 2020 was exactly what I made it. It was one of the best years of my life because I had that mindset throughout the entire year. It started at the beginning of the year and it carried through all the way to the last day in the year. Be purposeful with your life. Be purposeful with your intention. Be purposeful with your purpose. Try to find what your purpose is and then be consistent with your delivery day in and day out. That is in your control. COVID has nothing to do with that. Your relationship status has nothing to do with that. Your friends and and whatever's going on at work or whatever has nothing to do with that. Tap into what's in here. Tap into what's in here. Figure out what your what is and figure out why you have that what. Let the how, when, and where 
take care of the rest. Hopefully that helps you guys for your beginning of your 2021. And then I think lastly for 2021, take your time. Like that's the one message I really wanna leave you guys with as well. Aside from really making this year the best year for you, take your time, be patient, be forgiving with yourself when you're on this path. One of the things that I always, always, always struggle with is I'm my worst enemy, my biggest critic, my my perfectionism brain, my imposter syndrome. They just like fight in my head. And I'm like, look, man, progress is better than perfection. Just put it out there. Like, see what happens. Let, let everything take care of the rest. And the other thing that I really struggle with is being patient. I, I, God, I need to work on this for 2021. This is one of my goals for 2021 is to be more patient in life and especially with myself, be more forgiving with myself. If I make a mistake, it's okay. Cause that's the lesson that I needed to learn in that particular time. So just take your time, whether it's taking it slow, moving fast, you know yourself better than anybody else. So just go at your own pace, but don't quit. Stay consistent, stay on track, stay the course and make sure you ultimately deliver exactly whatever you wanted to and accomplish in this year. Okay, guys, that's it. This is going to be short and sweet. This is going to be easier for you guys to watch. It's not an hour, an hour and 20 minute episode. <laughs> Again, thank you so much for all the amazing, incredible feedback, messages, responses, just support and love. It is so touching and it means the absolute world to me and definitely validates and reassures me that this is what I'm supposed to be doing in my life. And that feeling is, ah, it's priceless. So again, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for what's to come for 2021 for me, for you, for us, for the show. So let's get it in. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.